Welcome to Behind the Curtain, LA Opera's podcast series in which we look deeply at the creative process and explore opera's enduring themes and power to move us. Resident director Eli Villanueva and conductor Karen Hogel-Brown want to meet young performers where they are. And at Opera Camp, they do just that. Regardless of background or experience, Opera Camp students will gain confidence and grow as performing artists. Applications are open now, and scholarships are available. Sign up today at laopera.org forward slash opera camp. Hello, everyone. I'm Eli Villanueva, resident stage director for LA Opera Connects, and I have been the resident stage director, oh gosh, 19 years. Right next to me is my good friend. Hi, Eli. This is Karen Hogel-Brown, and I am a teaching artist with LA Opera Connects. I have been uh, the conductor for Opera Camp for many, many years, going probably all the way back to 2007 and involved with it much before then. I'm also a professional singer in the LA area and a teacher and a recording artist, and I love to bring all of those things to our experience here at Opera Camp. We should probably start off with with the question, what is Opera Camp? Do you, do you have a nice definition? <laughs> I was just going to say that. Opera Camp for LA Opera is a way to connect with our younger enthusiasts of opera, of people that really like to be on stage, that really like to tell a story, and really like to explore what else can my voice do. Um, a lot of our, our singers that come to us come from all sorts of different backgrounds, whether they're singing in a children's choir or doing musicals at their high school production or have just found us through one of our uh, programs for the in-schools and and we grab those people that are excited and say, hey, we have this thing. If you want more, there is more for you. And we try to bring them in from all these different backgrounds. We meet everybody where they are and try to take them on this journey of what is possible for you in your voice, in your storytelling, and see where that ends up. What is it for you, Eli? I, You know what? I, I think we've been working so much together that you basically said everything that I that I would say our our mission <laughs> statement that we have used in the past is to take a young person who is very interested in performing in opera in general and take them from whatever level that they may come to us and give them skills we we have in the past even called it the summer intensive and I, that's the one thing that I would say, yeah, we, we can be very intense in our summer camp experience. And, and I'm wondering if, if you have anything to share with, with that, you know, idea. <laughs> Well, absolutely. I mean, you and I have worked together so long and we are definitely people that like to have a lot of fun, but uh, also take our job seriously and sometimes a little too seriously <laughs> but uh, 
is, is that even possible in yeah, the fine right. arts? But, but I feel that, that like, some of the perspectives we bring to opera camp have been like past experiences where we have gotten to actually perform together. And we have seen each other and that ignitive personality come through on stage. And we are looking, both of us, whether it's in the staging or the music, to really ignite that into our students as well. What other perspectives are you thinking? Well, you know, we invite individuals who are nine years old to 17 years old. So up to the point where they're becoming seniors or some seniors themselves. And because of that, each one of them have a different mode in which they learn, in which they experience. And I suppose that a nine-year-old who starts with us, they have a, a lot of habits that they have to gain for them to be enjoying this level of intensity when we come into rehearsals. You know, and it brings me back to our mission of taking somebody wherever they are. Before we had opera camp, there were many individuals that we would meet. Our first contact would be in school opera for elementary school and high school. And this uh, this experience of going into the schools as a residency program and introducing opera in which these students would learn an opera and be on stage with professional opera singers, that would ignite something as far as an interest whether it is a first time they've heard this type of music or this type of instrumentalist or this type of singer. And they wanted to experience this more often. And so Opera Camp was born. And when when this happened, uh, we wanted, <laughs> well, first of all, it was a week long. And when we needed to get a show prepared in a week. We had a lot of intense moments of learning the music, giving them homework to which they needed to practice so that they could be prepared by the next day and we could just push from one level to the next. And it is an intense experience and it, it starts right at nine o'clock in the morning in our normal pattern. And we start to get them to learn how to focus so that our learning is as efficient as possible. We try to get them to become aware of how they stand, um, how they use their body as a vocal instrument. We try to teach them how to balance themselves, how to move on the stage, but it all starts right at the very beginning when, when we're even playing clapping canon and getting them to hear rhythms and being able to copy rhythms, it all starts right at nine o'clock. I think some of the biggest changes I've seen in how students grow during their time at opera camp have been that sort of maturity of knowing their bodies more, like how my body moves through space and, and both in their, how they're, they're producing vocal sounds and just how their presence is, is on stage. You know, when I make my energy this way, when I make, when I learn how to plant and, and focus my energy in my body in a certain way and focus energy towards others, it 
really, it ignites this wonderful energy that they are then able to harness and give to their audience in a, in a such heightened way that it's, you know, because everything in opera is dramatic, if nothing else, right? So <laughs> we really learn how to bring that drama out of them, not just vocally and storytelling wise, but just in how they carry themselves in their bodies. And it's amazing how quickly it happens. Absolutely. And that's that's some of the biggest transformations that I've seen during their opera camp experience. But you also brought up how we start with nine-year-olds and go to 17-year-olds. And what I also love to see is how through the years, uh, some nine-year-old that has that glazed look in their face and is like, oh my gosh, this is so intense and I don't know. And But they come out the other side and then they come back and they come back and they they start to do little roles and they and they know oh i've done this show and i you know i know where this is supposed to go and i know what to bring to this story already and then they become some of our you know bigger uh, roles and 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 leading for the younger people and so i love to see that sort of stewardship as well or i come in and i'm 16 17 i'm already a seasoned performer I'm going to, you know, really bring these people along with me and we're all going to grow together and and they share their wonderful personalities and and the the teachers in themselves with the people around them and that's another difference that I see happening over the time at Opera Camp and through the years year after year at Opera Camp. I definitely hear you on that and how how some of these individuals are uh learning to work together. They're becoming a team. They're becoming an ensemble and how they rely on those who have more experience. Because let's face it, some kids who come to us, they've been singing since they were five years old, being on stage, and they have this skill set that they already bring to us. And sometimes we could use that skill set and they become a soloist with us. Sometimes we have to actually fine tune the skill set because what they're doing before us is probably music theater. And then we try to give them an experience which is more classically oriented, uh, especially with the vocal sound. And so we're expecting them to change slightly from all this experience and they could do it a little bit faster. Young ones are learning from the experience of what they see with these older individuals and it becomes a big learning laboratory for everybody. And that also means those who have the experience, how to be a role model for the younger individuals and, and how to be patient and how to help others. So they're building skills as, as far as their own leadership as well. And I think that that is a really important thing that we can bring from Opera Camp. And you brought up a really interesting point about just how to be on stage with other people, you know, which which is an interesting thing because often the times we think of like, oh, I am the soloist and I'm the important thing. And then, oh, I'm in the chorus and I'm just kind of in the background. But all of that can feed off of each other. And we are only as strong as like the weakest person on stage at that time. In fact, there are kids that come to opera camp that are like, I, I don't want a solo, but they're in the chorus and they are so busy all the time and storytelling and so visual and the running back and forth and just doing all these things. And we just learned really quickly that 
being in just the chorus, quote unquote, is not, <laughs> is not a cakewalk. It is a ton of work and, and all the work you have to do as a chorister. I mean, I'm a professional chorister myself. And so we bring, and we bring that experience to us of all that we have to do when we're on a main stage to help tell the story as a part of, you know, a 40 person ensemble um, is really, really important. And not only that, but as a soloist, how am I interacting with the other people on stage? Because it's not ever just about the person just singing right then and there. It's about the whole story and how do you fit into that story. So I feel that that is something that's unique and different to our camp. I so agree with you. No, it is very true that I think the uniqueness of our camp is that we are creating an ensemble and it is the ensemble and everybody within it that is the important focus. And when we are building a show, it is not just about the show. It is not just about the vocalists. It is about the story and how we as an ensemble, as a company of, of performers serve that story. And with that, we do create a lot of context to the story that we are doing that particular summer. Yeah, I mean, what I also love that is unique about our opera camp experience is just that that uh, we really dive into what that story is telling that year. And not just we're going to tell this story, but how do we make our world a better place by telling said story. You know, we always dive into what is the background here? What, where is the story coming from? Uh, we always incorporate a field trip of some kind to a museum or talk to people that have actually been there. If we can find people who have lived these stories, and oftentimes we do, and we're talking to the exact source of where we've gotten this inspiration, as in uh, elders that have survived the Holocaust or uh, internment at Japanese American uh, internment camps during World War II, or people that have lived through the 1960s civil rights movement and were there and can give us this firsthand invaluable experience that we can take into the storytelling. It brings that ability to tell our stories to such a high level of authenticity and genuine expression that the kids just really come away with a, not only a greater understanding of how to genuinely tell a story, but the history behind it and all that went before and how we can use art in that way to make this world a better place and to inform and enlighten and educate, which I think is, is another valuable, valuable tool in a performer's arsenal is how do I affect the world around me by what I'm doing? And that I think is unique uh, to our program. Yeah, I remember at one point we were doing uh, Brundabar mm -hmm. earlier in the teens, 20 teens. <laughs> and we had uh, one young lady who was uh, performing the cat. And it really didn't hit her until uh, she had a chance to meet Ella Weisberger. Yes. And Ella Weisberger was the cat in Theresienstadt in in the forties as a uh, you know a, a person who lived in the ghetto at that time, and she starts to tell stories of 
the individuals who were playing with her because she played all performances as the cat and refused to give that up to anybody else, <laughs> which I really commend. But one of the things as she was talking to the individuals, one of the things that you, you get from Ella is how important it is for us not to forget what has happened in the past. And when you, you know, when one really touches on those people who have lived in these uh, things, by this time, the context is so real that you take on a different perspective as the person who's performing these particular roles and you get a sense of the history that you as a performer are maintaining yeah. uh, in, in this performance. And it really does affect some of these individuals in which I, I remember that 14 year old girl just, you know, just breaking into tears at the end of the performance. Yeah. And it, it was a very strong uh, moment, um, which actually then was shared with other people who have felt the same way in that particular summer. Yeah. So Eli, I know some of my favorite past memories from Opera Camp have been those elders that we have gotten to meet that we've brought to Opera Camp to um, interview and meet with the kids. And I think one of my favorites was meeting with Carlotta Walls. Yes. Carlotta Walls, who was one of the Little Rock Nine. Yes. Who yeah. had to be escorted into Central High School. And that was a very powerful meeting with her. She is a very strong, stoic woman who everything is just maintained in here. It's, it's not like meeting Ella, who is very <laughs> extroverted. There yeah. is this stillness and, and then she starts telling her story and it becomes really powerful, yeah. especially when in the one act opera that we perform, which is Then I Stood Up, there is a scene for the Little Rock Nine. And we go through a very quick shena of the three days that it took for them to finally get into the school. And it becomes a really powerful moment for the students. Absolutely. It goes from, well, if I saw injustice in my school, of course I would stand up and I would say something and I would help these people out and fight. But when they're actually confronted with the real scenario that, that those people had to go through of all the hatred, all the bigotry, all the being arrested and fire hoses and dogs barking and biting. I mean, when you get that firsthand history from someone, it changes you as a performer to be able to tell that story in such a different way of, I am a little kid and of course I would want to fight for justice to, oh my gosh, in order to fight for justice, I have to get over all these fears to do this. And I, I think it just adds such a deepness and an authenticity, not only to the actor and singer who's learning to do them as a young person, but to these stories that we want to tell and keep keep telling so that history is not doomed to repeat itself. I think that this is really an important thing about LA Opera's Opera Camp, is the context in which we build these historical experiences and, and historical stories. And uh, 
every year that we come back to to these particular stories, there there is something new to experience. We are now this summer coming back to Brunibar, and we are already trying to change our perspective of how we come to this story and trying to change the way we tell this story and the context on which we uh, are approaching this story. So, you know, some of the things that we normally perform with Brundibar, we are changing so that uh, it's it's a little bit different. Yeah, I'm excited about that for this year too, because I, I mean, we we both love the Brundibar piece. It's such a cool piece and such a neat piece and a way to really get kids in, to dive into propaganda and, and how to resist peacefully and, and all those kinds of things. So I think uh, coming along on that, it's not just a piece about resistance in the Holocaust, but just a piece about resistance, period. And so we're looking for other opportunities to sort of create this pastiche opening show that, you know, has other pieces that are about resistance and how I can show what I'm thinking and what I'm feeling in in peaceful ways when horrible things are happening around me. Yes. And also the way a community builds hope for each other For those individuals who find working in this situation to be actually fun, maybe a little heart-wrenching at times, but ultimately uh, this is a fun process for you. Yeah, we, we want you to come and audition and we're hoping to build a whole community of performers Even if you've never had the experience of being a performer, if you are a novice, we love uh, bringing the novice in and we love showing them what this world is like. And those who have been performing since they were three and a half years old because they just have that bug inside of them, we also invite them and we will create context because they might be 13, 14, 15 years now, maybe even 16, we we will address some tips and tricks to help with vocal coordination along with their performing. Everybody who's involved at some level will gain something in these performances. Yeah, I mean, we always meet people where they are, you know, whether they're a novice uh, that's older or younger or have been on stage since they were three. We will always meet you where you are and challenge that and try to bring it to a new level for not just the production as a whole, but you as an individual artist and to show you how to organize your body, your breath, your voice for optimal performance, whatever that may be. A lot of times we get people that have only sung in in, uh, children's choirs and and have a very, very lovely but light sound. And sometimes we have people that have only done music theater and have a very brassy sound. And we show them how to use these aspects of their voices, whether it's, you know, a really, you know, blooming ethereal sound to a really brassy sound and how both of those sounds exist in opera and how you can use them and how you can bring those two together and how do I project my voice, but in a really 
full-bodied way and meet you wherever you are and try to bring you along um, in your vocal goals in that way. But I think one of the biggest things I'm looking forward to for this year is also just this will be our first year back in person since the pandemic. And I think for not just the the people that we tell stories about that have that have experienced hardship, but all of us as artists and students and even us teachers have experienced hardship with not being able to connect with each other on stage as much as we would have liked in the last several years. So I feel that this will be very cathartic and very healing and very invigorating to sort of find our performance selves again and really connect with other like-minded individuals in that way for our performance. Yeah. With that being said, uh, the pandemic did affect us quite a bit to which even though we did have opera camp in summer of 2020 and the summer of 2021 time has passed enough where many of the people that would be our leaders now in this ensemble who would have loved to have come back well they're starting college or they're now in college and so it's now our young ones who were nine years old, 10 years old, they are now getting to that level where they are becoming uh, the leaders in this camp. And they're the ones who are more the veterans. And of course, some of them had started with us during our Zoom opera camp. And now as they are coming back, now it's a whole different kettle of fish because now in the morning at nine o'clock, we do uh, a physical warm-up, we do uh, physical stretching, and then we do vocal warm-ups. All of this now with an ensemble at the Dorothy Chandler Pavilion. And it is a very different feeling than seeing people in tiny little boxes on your laptop computer. It's a very different experience and is something that I invite everybody to do. I can definitely say that I am so, so very excited to see all of these people in person this year and to just see and feel your energy all of our energy, collective energy in the room together, performing on stage for the first time in four years. I can just, I can hardly wait. Well, Eli, I don't know about you, but I'm so very excited to see everybody at Opera Camp this year. And if you haven't applied or gotten an audition spot yet, please, please, please come visit us at www.laopera.org slash connects. You'll find stuff on that page about Opera Camp in particular, you can click right there and sign up for an audition spot. Um, we really want to see you this year. We want your artistry and your individual beauty to be on our stage with us. And we are both looking forward to seeing everyone this summer in July. Applications are open now and scholarships are available. Sign up today at laopera.org forward slash opera camp. If you enjoyed listening to LA Opera's Behind the Curtain, subscribe and leave a rating or review on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you listen. Don't forget to share this episode with your friends on your favorite social media, and we'll see you at the opera. Opera.